Hello and welcome to Curated Spaces, the podcast that explores the stories behind the spaces reimagining how we stay, work and play. Join me, Molly Cooper, as I sit down with founders, owners and thought leaders to hear about their journey of bringing a space to life. Great spaces shape our lives. They inspire, nurture and connect us. But most importantly, they bring us together to share life's milestones with the people who mean the most to us. So, whether you're a traveller, foodie or design seeker, join us as we celebrate the power of spaces and the brilliant people behind them. I'm in frosty Birmingham at the beautiful Grand Hotel. Built in 1879, this hotel has welcomed royalty and rock stars and is one of the city's finest spaces to stay. I'm delighted to welcome Charlotte Horner to the podcast, who's going to share the story behind this brilliant space. Charlotte, welcome to Creative Spaces. How are you doing today? I'm very well, thank you. Welcome to Birmingham and welcome to the Grand. You know what? I am loving Birmingham. I was up here a couple of weeks ago as well and you guys are so friendly and lovely and just quite on the booze, which I love. We're a nice bunch. We we work hard and play hard. Yeah, I'm getting that vibe. Um, I'm obviously a bit biased, but yes, Birmingham is my city. I love it. Oh, I love that. And I can't wait to talk about the city and of course this amazing space. But before we do, let's start with you because I'd love to hear a bit about your background and how you've ended up here at the Grand. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I am, I've worked in hospitality my whole life. Yeah. So from the age of 15, I grew up in with uh, hospitality in my blood. My mm-hmm. dad was in restaurants and my mum was in hotels. Um, so I've always kind of had a interest in it. Um, and I remember when I was five or six years old going and setting up meeting rooms with my mum mm-hmm. of a weekend oh. and things like that. Snacking on those foxes mints that you Ooh, used to yeah. get to yes, get in conferences, yeah. yeah. Um, so did a lot of kind of weekend work with school and all that mm. sort of stuff. Um, and then yeah, 15, 16 years old, um, yeah. went into it properly. Love it. Uh, left school at 18 after sixth form and got um, my first role in reception as a full time role. Oh my God. Um, and pretty much did my career through the front of house division then. Ah. Um, Walton Hall and Walton Hotel, um, which at the time was owned by Barcello Hotels and Resorts, uh-huh. mm-hmm. was kind of my first big break. Yeah. Um, so I worked there, went from head receptionist all the way up to the front of house manager role yeah. um, before moving over to Bilsey Manor Hotel uh, and then heading into London. Mm-hmm. So I did a couple of years in London working for Red Carnation Hotels, yes. mm-hmm. um, specifically the Montague on the Gardens, mm. which is a beautiful Lovely. hotel kind of just off Russell Square in the heart of uh, London. Whilst I was in London, I did pantomimes with the Springboard Charity. <laughs> we had an absolutely wild ride. Yeah. Um, but I must say I found city life quite intense. Mm. <laughs> so after two years... I thought I need to get back out to the yeah. countryside, um, which is when I found my way towards the kind of Birmingham, Tamworth, Sutton Coalfield yeah. area. Um, and now, fortunately, I get to work in this amazing city, yeah. but I also get to drive out of it every day <laughs> at the end of the day, back to my 
uh, country life, shall we yeah. say? I don't know if you can really call Tamworth the countryside, but um, yeah, we'll call it country. Yeah, it's kind of the best of both worlds yeah. now, and I feel like I've very much settled in Birmingham. Oh. Um, and found a, a nice new little home here. Yeah, I mean, what a spot for it. I got off the train last night. Also so handy, like an hour from London. So yeah, easy. Yeah, really easy. Um, obviously, last year we hosted the Commonwealth Games, which yeah. I think put Birmingham a little bit more on the map for everyone. Yeah, oh my gosh. Um, showed people what we've got to offer. I don't think anyone would know that Birmingham has um, more length in canals than Venice, mm. and we have these amazing things to talk about. Wow. Um, so it's great to welcome people that haven't been before and show them how great our city is. Well, exactly. Because well, I grew up near Manchester, so I always thought Manchester was city number two. But you're, <laughs> you're giving us a really good run for our money, I'll say. Yeah, we can compete with you on that one now. I feel like a few years ago we were lagging behind, but we're, but no, we're catching up. It's bustling. And it's that time of the year, so I got the train. Christmas markets everywhere. Beautiful. Stunning. The German markets are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, we're so fortunate having them on our doorstep because yeah. um, literally opposite the hotel is Pigeon Park, or I should say St. Paul's Cathedral, <laughs> as it is Park. properly known. <laughs> um, and they have got a Ferrera Rocher hot chocolate that you that will give oh you a your money. It okay. is incredible. So we have been known to pop over there for a little lunchtime stroll <laughs> with the team and grab a hot chocolate. Well, you've got to support your local market. Exactly don't you? that. Yeah. yeah. I also bought my Christmas jumper off the local markets. Yes. Oh, well, it is so, that time of the year. Exactly. Yeah. And then rest of the year, then for people who maybe haven't been to Birmingham or who've stuck to Manchester, like me, I have to admit, <laughs> what can they do the rest of the year? What are the top things to do while they're down in the city? So obviously. It's great for shopping. Yeah. We have Selfridges. Yeah. Um, we have Harvey Nichols. Mm. Uh, we've got all sorts of, uh, you know, I think it's the UK's biggest Primark is in Birmingham. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's something for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the shops are a massive attraction. Yeah. Ring. Um, we also have a lot of entertainment spaces. Mm. So we are so fortunate. We've got Utilita Arena right in the centre. Yeah which does a lot of big concerts, um, comedy shows, things like that. Um, we have the Hippodrome, the yeah. Alexander Theatre, mm -hmm. um, and of course, Birmingham Royal Ballet, which oh. is just absolutely um, incredible to, yeah. to have that on our doorstep. And we partner with them and they've done, in fact, we're talking now in the penthouse suite where they did some videos of their new ballets um, oh, and wow. did, I'll show you those. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, so we've we've got an amazing kind of arts and culture um, mm. side to Birmingham as well. Yeah. Um, and clearly food and drink, yeah. you know, we have Michelin restaurants that people uh, don't know about mm. from Ophim with Akhtar Islam. We've just had Six by Nico come to yeah. Birmingham, which is so exciting. Um, haven't managed to get in yet, but I'm hoping in the new year <laughs> yeah, that their in. diary might open up <laughs> yeah. a bit. Um, so yeah, well, there's... So, uh, you know, from Michelin all the way down to some great street yeah. food vendors. We have uh, the F1 Arcade has just opened. Uh, loads of kind of great spaces where you can do activities to yeah. ask grabbing a burger and a pint. So, mm. yeah, I mean, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about yeah. Birmingham and all that it's got to offer. I love it. And I feel like it feels like one of those cities which has this really amazing mix of you've got the old, you've got the new, you've got high end, you've got the fun, like going mucking at the markets. A little bit of something for everyone. 
Um, Absolutely. And then here, right in the heart, we are obviously at the Grand Hotel itself, overlooking Pigeon Park. Love that it's called that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here, you just said, tucked away in the penthouse, which is this stunning, like, two-story suite. Everything's, like, wood-panelled. It feels a bit Switzerland chalet vibes. Um, and some pretty famous names have stayed here, huh? They have. Can we um, say? I'm not going to give you, no. I can't give you specific <laughs> names. I'm so sorry. No, that's all right. Um, Except from, I guess, ones that have been publicly in the paper. Oh. So, I mean, I, I you might have seen Johnny Depp. <laughs> he was photographed here. So we do know that he came here. Uh, and we had Tom Cruise okay. during the filming of Mission Impossible as well. That was in the papers uh. and magazines. So uh, we can share That's those things. Cool. But that kind of gives you a level of the yeah. calibre of guests that we've had staying here. I am getting very Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise vibes. It's quite a little chic for like a gentleman's pad almost. It is exactly that. Yeah. Um, but I, as a female, I love it I as love well. It. Like it's very elegant. Mm. And um, I think what, I mean, you just mentioned in Birmingham about the character and history that we have. And I think that's what's so special about the refurbishment of the Grand is mm. that it has restored all of that character and that history. Yeah. And those unique and original kind of nods to the iconic hotel yeah. building that it is. But oh my word, it's been done with such elegance yes. and taste. And it's so modern now and so luxurious. Fresh. Yeah. Um, oh, well, let's go into that. Because you were saying the hotel was built in 1879. Correct. Well, has it always been a hotel or did it have an, a previous life, do you know, as something else? Uh, I believe it's always been a hotel. Wow, okay. Um, we now have, it used to be bigger. So Gusto, oh. which is a Italian restaurant on the front of mm-hmm. the ground, used to be our main entrance. Oh. Um, the estate is owned by Hortons, okay. um, who own a lot of uh, property in Birmingham. So the whole estate with all of the buildings on the front, mm. uh, 200 degrees coffee, yeah. um, there's a speakeasy, there's a clothes shop, etc. Yeah. is all in this lovely building. So we used to have more space. Okay. Um, those that danced in the ballroom over 20 years ago before it closed will remember there was a car park downstairs and things wow. like that in the basement. So it has changed yeah. in terms of structure. Um but like I said, the, the character and the detail of the building mm. has been maintained. Yeah, and it's absolutely stunning. You walk through the doors and there's like incredible marble staircase that literally goes up for like seven stories. And I like, find it fascinating that yeah. people walked in that space all those years ago, yeah. um, you know, from Charlie Chaplin. To, like yeah. you, you, you imagine that you're in that same space as them yeah. um, and it is the original stuff. Yeah. Um and in fact, the carpet in the ballroom is a new carpet, but it has been made to look faded mm. to give it that kind of impression that it is that same carpet that these people oh, walked over all those that. years ago. Yeah, because it's almost like a bit of a Titanic moment by yes. that staircase. You can so imagine everyone coming down for dinner in their, you know, in their glad rags back in the day. Absolutely. Yeah. And even now, you know, when we host these incredible banquets in the ballroom, um, you see that. Yeah. Uh, and that's the iconic Instagram photo yeah. spot. Everyone wants their photo on the staircase. Yeah. Um, and you can absolutely see why, because not only is it 
today a, a beautiful space, but mm. it has all that history. Such history. And you can, it's the kind of thing, if you built a new hotel, you can't engineer that. Like you just look around and everything that they say has been beautifully redone, but there's still this warmth. I think it's almost like wood, there's wood like cladding everywhere. There's beautiful, these ceiling heights. I mean, they're whoppers of ceilings. Like I don't even know how high they're like meters if you're a midget like me. And these like beautiful little details, the tiles everywhere. Just everything has this real like history and heritage that's yeah. just so nicely preserved. But like we said, it's so fresh and modern. It doesn't feel stuffy at all. You know, the, the walls are original, but yeah. they've just been painted from a burgundy red yeah. to a gold color, yeah. which is, you know, very much in keeping, but it just brings it to the current day and it gives that kind of aesthetic that people are now looking for, yeah. but very much um, respectful to to the time that the hotel was built. Definitely. And it's not an easy job. I mean, that ballroom is absolutely gigantic. You said it fits 320 people. For- We've Our biggest function this year will be 320. God, yeah. um, we will say that it only can seat 240 for a yeah. meal. Um, but I mentioned to you, we do have a guest who likes to hire in smaller tables to squeeze more people in. <laughs> I like Which, of course, yeah, yeah, we are more than happy to do. Um, we want as many people as possible to enjoy that space mm. and enjoy our, our um, you know, the food that the chefs are uh, putting out and yeah. the drinks and um, the entertainment that we have in there. We've had live mu- live bands, gospel yeah. choirs. Um, there's been a uh, greatest showman acrobatic display there's been all sorts of stuff in there so the more people that get to enjoy that space the better i can imagine but it was like no small feat to redo that like how long did it take it's such a gigantic room it's got a balcony the ceilings are just so high and it's all been repainted in that beautiful white color but everything's been preserved yeah it's amazing lights i mean that's a big undertaking yeah it was a job and clearly with all these things is the kind of unsexy bit which is making it health and safety compliant right and making sure that the roof isn't going to fall down um and because of the hotel physically being boarded up for Mm. 20 years no one really knew what they were going to find um and i remember the ballroom being done i've heard the story of when the ballroom was done and um it was done and then we turned the air conditioning on for the first time and all of the in the and a ceiling of the ballroom above the ceiling yeah. in the attic space, if you like, all of the dirt and dust that had accumulated oh. for the last 20 years was all blown around the ballroom. Oh and the tables that were set had suddenly got all this soot and dust oh. all over them. Um, because you just find these things right. out along the way, don't yeah. you? Uh, and of course, you know, the biggest curveball that we had during the refurbishment is the one that we don't like to talk about anymore, <laughs> which is COVID. Exactly. Um, and that held us, uh, you know, that delayed the whole process yeah. for years Yeah. Uh, in terms of not just the work being done, but the supply to get the stuff here that was mm. all delayed, uh, you know, across the world. And yeah. so, yeah, it had a massive impact. Um, but fortunately... Uh, the 18th of May 2021 rolled around yeah. and we opened the doors so um, and we opened it for accommodation and then we opened Madeline Cocktail Bar after that yeah. and then Isaac's, which is our kind of New York brasserie mm. style restaurant, opened a few months after that. Um and then here we are today now, yeah, a full, fully open and operating hotel. Oh, just in time for Christmas. Exactly, eh? yes. <laughs> well, let's go into that then, I'd love to hear a bit about the food and drink, the amazing Madeline's cocktail bar, and then Isaac's down in the basement. Would you be able to like, tell us a bit about all the different food and drink on offer here? Yes, I'd love to. Mm. Um, so we're really lucky here. You know, I mentioned it's not a 
traditional um, hotel. It mm. is very much a contemporary kind of luxury lifestyle hotel, which means that our food and beverage concepts stand on their own two feet, yeah. which is um, really unique uh, and exciting for mm. Birmingham City and for us. So we have Madeline Cocktail Bar, um, which is just off reception on the uh, ground floor. It is a beautiful kind of warm red gold vibe. Mm. Um, and it does phenomenal cocktails, all of which are themed um, around our Parisian yeah. uh, Birmingham theme. So at the moment, it's French literature. Um, mm. And we have some Beauty and the Beast cocktails and we have a Les Miserables cocktail Aww. and all sorts of really impressive uh, concepts put into glasses. Yeah, uh, And the team are fantastic at the creativity that they do there. Um, and then we do some snacks. Um, mm. So if you are passing, you have to try the Parmesan and truffle loaded hash brown, oh, which is delicious. probably one of the best things I've ever eaten in yeah, my life. I can imagine. Give me a hash Phenomenal. brown any day of the week. If you're there. feeling really plush, you could pop a bit of caviar on top oh, of it. Yeah. If you really want to be fancy. <laughs> hash browns, but not as you know them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hash browns, but fancy. Um and then Madeline is also where we do afternoon tea. So oh. Wednesday to Sunday, we serve afternoon tea, which is, you know, um, phenomenal. Yeah. I'm clearly very biased. Uh, <laughs> but if ever there is an opportunity to swing past that pastry kitchen and grab a little sandwich yeah. or a sweet cake, uh, I'm there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's Love brilliant. Tea. Um, with a nice glass of fizz, mm. that is, you know, perfect little celebration. Yeah. It's very relaxed. Yeah. Um, it's kind of sofa seating mm. and very casual, yeah. um, but, you know, nice um, yeah. and a nice celebration. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's Madeline. Uh, the team work really, really well to deliver that uh, seven days a week. And then downstairs, um, we are fortunate enough to have a restaurant in our beautiful luxury hotel that serves hot dogs and burgers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is, again, my... Yeah. Uh, Right up my street. Um, so that's Isaac's, Isaac's Restaurant, which is kind of New York meets Birmingham. Mm. Um, and we kind of expand that New York into the American boroughs a little bit as well. Um, primarily steak and seafood is its mm. niche. Yeah. Um, and um, we have a raw bar down there. The new menu has got this phenomenal garlic lobster, which is insane. Mm. Um and like I say, I mean, my favourite, the guys will will tell you they don't even take my order anymore. They just bring me a hot dog. And I don't know what that says about me, but that's where we're at and I'm comfortable with it. Yeah. And you know what? Keep the hot dog coming. Keep the hot dogs coming. Yeah. Um, again, I must have a thing about Parmesan truffle, but Parmesan truffle loaded fries mm. on the side. That is exceptional. And desserts are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the incredible pastry team that do the afternoon tea also do the desserts across the hotel. Ah. So they do this amazing peanut butter and jelly uh, kind of cookie dessert yeah. with ice cream and yeah. Delicious. Just brilliant. Oh my gosh. Uh, we have cookie dough down there now. Um, yeah. And of course, some local beers um, and some American beers, including Brooklyn mm. Lager. And some great cocktails too. Yeah. Everything you need for a big exactly. night at the Grand. Yeah. yeah. And it's a much more casual approach. We yeah. do tacos on a Tuesday. We do a taco offer on a Tuesday. Steak night Wednesday. Mm. Um, fish Fridays. We have live music on a Thursday. So all 
dinosaurs. Yes, it's all going on down in Isaacs. And they're both very distinctive designs. So the Madeleine's is, you kind of speak, it's Parisian, but chic, lots of fringing and like big plush cushions. It's gorgeous. And then Isaacs is that amazing tiling, like sort of green and white. And you have those brilliant sort of statement lights and it feels a bit sort of undergroundy. Yes. Um, which I love. But both of them are very, this like, very, you know, amazing produce, amazing food, amazing drinks, but very relaxed, very casual. You feel super at home the minute you walk in, um, which is amazing in this building, which is quite a big, imposing building to have that like fresh friendliness. Yes, in I, spaces. I think it's um, important for us. Yeah. Um, we do team inductions, you know, clearly our hotel is incredible and we're very lucky, but it's the team that really make yeah. it what it is. Uh, we're fortunate to have some of the best team members that I've worked with in my career um, here. Yeah. But we we do say to them, we are not sir and madam here. Mm. You know, we are a lot more approachable than that. We yeah. want people to feel at home and welcome. Yeah. Wear your jeans, wear your trainers. Definitely. You know, chill out, enjoy yourselves, come have a hot dog. Yeah. Or come and get dressed up and have afternoon tea or have a ballroom banquet. Yeah. Um, it's really accessible. We love it that way. Yeah. You know, I always say it's the only job I've had in my career where I get to wear trainers to work if I yes. want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's really, and that makes it an exciting and mm. innovative hotel to work in a hotel to visit a hotel to stay in yeah um and it means that everyone in Birmingham and that's visiting Birmingham does have the opportunity to get a little slice of the ground whatever that may be exactly and get that brummy cheer exactly that a warm brummy welcome yes from all of us we will get that and I'd love to hear about the kind of things you have going on at the hotel you kind of spoke about some of the stuff going Isaac but we're here on a Wednesday and it's busy like we were walking around earlier there's people everywhere meetings left right centre so what do people come and use the space for as well as obviously staying for a trip or celebrating special moments so we have 185 bedrooms Mm -hmm. so of course yes accommodation is our kind of bread and butter if you like um i mentioned the impressive uh, madeline and isaac's restaurant as well um the ballroom is a incredible event space it can do banquets um weddings this time of year we have a lot of christmas parties obviously a lot of end of year award ceremonies Ah. Um, some strategic conference meetings as well for mm-hmm. various different companies. Yeah. We have a lot of conference rooms um, up on our level one area so we can um, accommodate meetings. Again, you know, smaller dinners for Christmas or, mm. or lunches or we do some really nice tasting menus with pairing mm. wines and things like that. So nice. again, it can be um, pitched at whatever level, whether it's just drinks and canapes yeah. or whether it is a full-on tasting menu. Um, and then I showed you out to our winter terrace, or at the moment it's the winter terrace until the summer, summer comes back around, um, which is in partnership with Perrier Jouet this Christmas. Um, so that is our little champagne terrace, which is a nice space, again, just for drinks and canapes after a meeting Ooh. or if you're just staying in the hotel. Um, and summer just gone, it was Malfi Gin. Lovely. So we are excited to start thinking about what this summer might have in store. Yeah. Um, but first things first, I think we'll do the next three weeks and yeah. get Christmas out of the I way. know, survive Christmas, <laughs> yeah. make it through the winter. December is very busy. We will yeah. do over 4,000 Christmas covers Whoa. in a month. Um, so it is a busy um, time for us. Yeah. But also 
I feel like Christmas is one of the seasons that if you work in hospitality, it's what you love about it. Yeah. Everyone is in a great mood. It's great spirit. Um, and the team are happy. Um, we are in a fortunate position where we close for Christmas. Mm, so on the 23rd of December, we will close up yeah. and we will come back on the 5th of January, which means that we have an opportunity to spend time with our families, yeah. which is amazing for yeah. this industry, I must say. Um, and it gives every team member a real, you know, more of a ignition to, to push through this next three weeks, knowing that there's a bit Definitely. of light at the end of the tunnel that they can celebrate and yeah. go home to their own families. That's lovely. Having a week off at Christmas. It's really Ooh, lovely. God, <laughs> yeah. sounds all right. Sign me up. <laughs> I have worked every Christmas since I was 15 years old. Oh. Um, and I must say, I don't want to do it again. No, no, well, this is you <laughs> I now. Will. Yeah. I'm sure I will. Um, but I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Definitely. Um, and I, I it, yeah, it means that through December, we're really ready to give it all we've got. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, yeah, there's uh, something in it at the end. Exactly. Oh, well, then looking ahead, maybe next year or maybe beyond, obviously you've opened, you've survived COVID, the hotel's up and running. What's next for the grand? Are there any exciting things coming up or anything that you're personally looking forward to? So, yeah, so I think um, as we enter into next year, we will obviously be entering into our third year uh, open. We would love to do more with the community. Mm. Um, We have got an amazing Guinness World Record being attempted here next year, which I won't say too much about at this point. Love that. But that is going to bring a lot of our big Birmingham players all together which is really exciting. Oh, that's so cryptic and I'm yes. so intrigued. There you go. Keep, stay tuned. I think it's I April, will. May time, so you, it's not okay. too long to wait. Okay. Um, we would love to work more with our community. Yeah. We would love to support charities more. Mm. You know, we would need to, to um, reach out to the wider audience in that respect. We would yeah. love to do more with the Birmingham Royal Ballet and the Hippodrome and the Alexandra Theatre. And then internally for us, um, we don't want to rest on our laurels yeah um and we are obviously going to continue improving the hotel and the Mm -hmm. offering within the hotel uh we have recently opened up madeline and isaacs as event spaces um, and we will continue with that we are going to look at some experience-led offerings Mm. uh cocktail tasting pastry masterclasses things like that which i think will just take us to the new level um Hopefully everyone listening follows us on Instagram. Uh, but if not, we have just on the 1st of December, we launched our new Madeline Instagram account. Aww. So our marketing and our social presence is growing yeah. and that will become a lot more engaging and exciting as we kind of settle now, yeah. I guess, in, as a fully open and operating hotel. We are no longer um, riding the waves of COVID-19. We are no longer riding the waves of being a brand new opening. Mm. We are no longer riding the waves of finding our feet as a as a team of people working together or a team of yeah. people in Birmingham City. And it's really exciting now yeah. that we get to kind of go, right, we're here now. What's yeah. what's next? What's going to come next? The foundations have been laid exactly. and now you can build. Yeah. Absolutely. And we can take um, hopefully some of the other people in Birmingham along for the ride yeah. and we can join their ride too. And oh. Make it very that. inclusive um, yeah. and community-led. Oh, and I love that. I think it's so important, like, hotels being more than just a place to stay, that, you know, behind a big wall, being part of the city or the community they're in and giving back. I think that's such an important and amazing thing that you're focusing on in the next chapter. So. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's really important to um, flip it 
for the employees as yeah. well you know we also yes we want to be a great place to stay a great place to meet a great mm. place to eat and drink um but also we would love it to be a great place to work yeah uh we'd like our team to feel like they are valued here and that they get extra opportunities working here mm. we would like to make sure we're giving back to our community yeah. who have welcomed us with big wide open arms since we arrived in the city yeah. Um, we have Birmingham Children's Hospital on our doorstep. We obviously have the cathedral. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so many things that we want to do and, yeah. and will be doing um, into the new year yeah. uh, that support, yes, of course, the success of the grand, but more widely than that, they support our community and they yeah. support Birmingham. Yeah. Um, it's a really great city. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, exciting times ahead for the Grand and for Birmingham. Absolutely. Watch out, Manchester. You've yeah. got a competitor. We're hot on your heels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been so lovely chatting. Thank you so much for your time. Not at all. Before we do go, I do have a closing tradition. Yes. I'm going to ask you three questions and you imagine you've cashed that winning lottery check. So money's of no object. And you let me know what space comes to mind for you. So number one is, where are you running away to, to detox, to disconnect, get away from it all? Uh, at the moment, my answer is going to be Dubai. Okay. So I went to, I've been to Dubai a few times, but yeah. I was much younger. Okay. Um, and uh, we've recently been talking about maybe going back. Yeah. Um, I find that it has moved on quite a lot and it's um, a real, I, I like that it's quite a safe country. Uh, okay. But also you get to enjoy the finer things in life when you're out there Mm -hmm. and very much relax and recharge. And I find it quite zen and a bit of yoga on the beach. Oh my God, really? I've never been. And when I think Dubai, I do not think zen. Have I got it all wrong? Well, maybe I just need to find it at the beach. You just need to find the beach in Dubai. Wherever there's a beach, you can relax. That's actually yeah. so true. Okay, excellent answer. I love that. This one's slightly different. Your ultimate birthday party, where are you hosting it? Um, well, anyone that knows me will tell you that I sing everywhere I go. Oh, I know. So if money is no object, then yeah. we are hosting it at Wembley Arena. <laughs> I will be dragging people off the street to come and watch an audience with Charlotte, <laughs> with Adele as my inspiration. Um, so yeah, I mean, for my thirtieth birthday, I, we went for karaoke. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so you're just karaoke. I'm just going to karaoke, but I will do the full set <laughs> at Wembley Arena. Yes, at Wembley, with a crowd of sixty thousand. Yes. yes, great birthday party. Um, <laughs> And finally, once in a lifetime, bucket list trip, where are you going and are you staying anywhere special? Uh, The top of my list at the moment um, is New York at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't have a hotel in mind, but I I want to do all of the traditions, Macy's, like, I want to... All of that kind of ice skating at Central Park and all of those traditional oh. New York Christmas vibes, mm. Sex in the City style. Yeah. That's probably top of my bucket list to do at the moment. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That sounds so fun. I need to get there. I need to get there. Yeah. It's been on the list for too long. Well, I hear you've got a week off coming up. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> see you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Charlotte. It's been amazing to chat and wish you all the best in the next chapter. Thank you grand. so much. It's been so great. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this Curator Spaces episode. And if you've enjoyed listening, please do hit that follow or subscribe button. It helps so much with finding new brilliant partners who keep the podcast going. 
so that we can keep sharing the stories behind all of these amazing spaces. And if you are looking for more content, you can find links in the show notes to both our Instagram and Substack, or you can subscribe for our weekly roundup of slow travel and under the radar finds. Now go and crack on with booking that next trip and I'll catch you next time for more curated spaces.